Have you ever wondered why it's difficult to give your attention, energy, and take action on what matters the most to you? Or to speak up with clarity from the best part of yourself? If that's you, then you're in the right place. The follow-through formula is dedicated to providing daily inspiration for you to follow through on the real you. Hello there, my friend. This is Rick Lewis, still inside my blanket-covered shower stall for the 50th time, recording a daily episode of the follow-through Formula Podcast. Today is November 26th in the year 2020 on Thanksgiving Day. If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving Day, happy Thanksgiving. But even if you're not listening on Thanksgiving Day, I think you'll find this episode useful. Given the nature of this holiday, my attention has turned to the subject of gratitude, what it actually is, where it comes from, and how it relates to the theme of following through. Following through implies that we're going somewhere, that we're starting from where we are, and we're getting to an ultimate or desired destination. It's an exciting and compelling idea that we are on a path, that we're going somewhere, that we're being led to a meaningful destiny. But how does all this relate to the concept of gratitude? What does this phrase, life on the path, mean? We might say that the path is the terrain we navigate to reach the human spirit. And yet the human spirit is always with us, inherently available. So what does it mean to travel the path if we've already arrived at the destination? Well, it's true that every human being is already whole and complete, but it's not necessarily true that we know we're whole and complete. And even if we do come to know it, there's the daunting task of living that awareness, which requires remembering our wholeness day to day and moment to moment. And if we're living our wholeness, our already thereness, then we no longer need to defend ourselves. We don't need to justify our existence to grasp for love, to desperately seek attention, or to protect the territory of our identity, to try to be someone we're not. Remembering our inherent goodness this way is perhaps the great challenge of human life. But as if it were not challenging enough Many of us experience the environment of modern-day life as like a conspiracy to ensure that we forget the fact of our enoughness and perfection rather than remember it. This forgetfulness 
makes us good consumers because it primes us for the attempt to purchase what is innately already ours. Well-being. Well-being, of course, cannot be bought, but only realized. To realize is the simple act of recognizing what is so. This ostensibly simple realization process can be a long journey, however, because we've strayed far from our natural state. Being is our birthright, and we're never without our being. But if we observe the patterns of our thoughts and behavior, we'll come to see that we're asleep to our possession of it. We think and act as though this fullness is somewhere other than where we are and who we are already. We could say the path is a journey to come back to ourselves consciously and then to be able to stay where we are, to be fully present with what we've had all along. A useful question then might be this. By what means have I been led away from this original sacred spot, which is my very self? This is the point at which we must consider attention. For attention is a dangling leash around the neck of the human soul. If the leash is left unguarded, anyone can pick up the end and lead the innocence of unconditioned being anywhere they wish. The destination to which a soul is led is less important than the leading away itself. I'll give you an example. Imagine a father who is a doctor and fully expects his child to step into the family practice. The father is passionately focused on this expectation and wastes no opportunity to express his pleasure and pride when the child shows interest and aptitude for this destiny and disappointment and judgment when the child displays interests in other pursuits. The message then to the child is clear. When you arrive at the destination of doctor in the family practice, you will be finally fully loved, approved, and embraced. Until that time, you are incomplete. This is all unconscious on the part of the father, of course, who was himself likely met with a similar expectation to be something other than himself and to orient his life to future achievements rather than the sufficiency 
of his self. It is a fundamental misdeed as a parent to pull on the leash of a child's attention in a way that creates separation from their self. Now, this separation is an illusion. Yet, if there's forgetfulness, which means an exclusive identification with the destination of the pull on the leash, the illusion appears to be reality. That exclusive identification is accomplished with the frequent reinforcement of the parent's emotional investment in a particular future for their child. But it's not just parents who do this with their kids. It's our entire culture that does this with its citizens. We are splendid, powerful, and spectacular beings who have this leash lying about. The leash of attention makes us vulnerable to being distanced from ourselves by others, by the narratives of our environment, by the stories of our culture. If those in charge can convince us that we need to be somewhere other than here, someone other than who we are, we become a kind of puppet under their influence, convinced that we are lost and that someone other than us knows how to get back to wholeness. The pull on the leash takes innumerable forms. We might be led away from this moment by the command to improve ourselves. Things will be all right as soon as you're a little smarter, more talented, more entertaining, tougher, prettier. Or we might get wrapped up in family stories and perspectives. Everything will be good as soon as the Vikings win a Super Bowl. As soon as the right president is elected. As soon as we've earned enough money. As soon as the neighbors accept us. And it goes on and on and on. Slowly, we are trained to give our attention away to a thousand different things. Our parents, our teachers, our peers, our nation, we are like their dog and we allow them to pull our attention around wherever they wish to lead us. This may seem a strange idea that we are like dogs on a leash, lacking individual volition and control over our attention, being led by the hand of other interests and authorities away from ourselves. And yet it gets stranger still, because before we graduate from grade school, the end of the leash to which we are attached is handed back to us. That's right. Our attention is no longer led away by others. Instead, we do it ourselves.
So here we must speak of habits, which are the children of attention. When attention has been given repeated and consistent exposure to the same destinations of thought, deed, attitude, and perspective, it establishes a physiological pattern in the cells, sinews, and bone that house our being. Those patterns are called habits. Our habits then do the job of carrying our attention far away from our self, even though we are now in possession of our own attention leash. It is at this point that we can become most bewildered. We seem to have autonomy, but we experience life as a continuous compulsion to move toward destinations that seem random and empty, yet somehow urgent. We don't know how these pursuits came to be important. We feel fragmented and scattered, never at rest, always seeking, moving toward vague futures that never seem to arrive. Our being is still intact, fully alive, yet exhausted and disoriented unable to rest long enough to collect itself. Never having been given the knowledge of attention management, our being remains baffled by the spell of separation that it is now casting over itself. Like this, our attention can remain stolen for a lifetime unless we are trained to intervene on our own behalf. Well, what does this training consist of, you might be wondering? Surely it's a long and arduous path, a grueling climb out of the pit of perpetual distraction. Well, no, actually. The spell of stolen attention is broken by just a single moment of gratitude. Gratitude is the unique act of bringing oneself back to the present moment through the act of praising what is already so. Anytime we stop and look around at what we have and praise its presence in our lives, we are reconnecting with who we are in this moment and with the power of gratitude. We might just remember I have a home, or I have a family. I have the ability to sit quietly for a moment and sense the feeling of my feet 
on the floor. I have a floor. I have ground. I'm able to sleep when I'm tired. There's food available to me. I have clothes. I have water to drink. I have friends. My heart keeps pumping and my breath keeps cycling without me having to draw up a schedule or make monthly payments. My human body is a gift. And perhaps most of all, I have the opportunity to direct my attention to nourishing thoughts, images, memories, and future intentions. And perhaps most of all, I have the opportunity to direct my attention to nourishing thoughts, images, memories, and future intentions. I am grateful that the opportunity to direct my own attention grants me the ability to create my life. For this, I am most thankful. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Your attention is a gift. This is episode 50 of the Follow Through Formula podcast. I'm Rick Lewis, and I'll be grateful tomorrow. Hey, thanks for being here and being a die-hard listener down to the last decibel. My vision for these conversations is that you get informed and inspired to take consistent action on the real you. If these podcasts help you to do that, I'm thrilled. And if you'd like to take that work to the next level, I invite you to join me inside the Life Leap community where I'm creating a culture and a support network for those who want to pursue what matters most in their lives. To learn more, just go to gamesforconfidence.com and click on the Life Leap menu item. I'd love to see you on the inside, and otherwise, I'm sure we'll meet again in another episode.